0: All right, will say good morning, let us begin. First of all, I was, I was pointed out that I, I neglected to welcome back Naftali Langer to the Shir, Baruch Hashem, who has uh, been here, I, I neglected for a long time, almost almost a month now, since, since Purim. But Naftali, welcome back, Baruch Haba. it's really wonderful, really incredible to have you here. All right, we'll say with that, let, let us begin. So I want to I begin by, by thanking our sponsors, to thank Baruch Hashem, all of our Talmud Torah sponsors, for... The month of Nissan to thank Stephen Terryzin for dedicating all the Shimon Drushos this month, in gratitude to Hashem for their grandson Adin Sviachbaum to thank Benjamin and Elise Wall for dedicating the Shimon Drushos this month in 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 really in honor. Of all of those who Baruch Hashem are able to partake of the Shi'urim with incredible gratitude to those who make it possible. My Abramson, Jeremy Lassen. To thank Shimeon Batsheva Messing for dedicating the shi'urim and Rushos this month in honor of the daughter of their basmith, uh, the bas mitzvah of their daughter Laila. To thank Paul and Kathy Pollock for dedicating all the shi'urim and Rushos this month. In memory of Paul's parents, Shmuel Ben Zacharia, his mother Leah Basavram, and great-grandmother Tziril Basar Abdov. Thank our Daf sponsors, Meshian Chavi Ibramson, for dedicating Arvei Psochim in the Schus of for Daniel meir Ben Chana, and to thank. Dr. Mark and Elsa Lusman for dedicating the shir today in observance of the 25th year site of, of Dr. Lussman's father, Jacob Lussman, Yaakov Eliezer Ben Yosef, we hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, all of the neshamas will have an aliyah, the families and nechama, all of those who require a refua should have one together with kol chole Yisrael and Baruch Hashem. In honor of those who were born, in honor of those who are entering into Bas Mitzvah, they shemir go Mikhail el chayel. And we'll say with that, let us Begin. So today's daf we have a lot, a lot to do today. All right, so today's daf is Kofiyot Ches 118, and we are picking up Emirat Hashem on 117b. And in the wide lines, we are picking up two, four, six lines in Amorava. So Rava said as follows, So, so Rava said something very interesting. So now we're gonna get into some, uh, just a short discussion here about how to go ahead and end what we call the Birchas the, Hayom. The remember again, on Shabbos and Yamtiv and Shmona Esray, we have a unique bracha which addresses which addresses the particular nature of the day. And of course in Kiddush, we have a bracha either for Shabbos or for Yom Tev. So Rav now is gonna get into how what's the proper concluding bracha for Kiddush as well as for as well as for Shmona Esray. So Ammar Ravha De I found the old men of Pompadisa who were sitting and saying the following. Bein b'tzalusa, bein b'kiddusha, mekadesh hashabbos. So on Shabbos, whether it's in davening or whether it's in kiddush, the proper the proper ending for the bracha is mekadesh hashabbos. Biyomatava, bein b'tzalusa, bein On yom tiv, whether in kiddush or in davening, or I should say davening in kiddush, mekadesh yisrael v'hasmanim. Ultimately, again, the proper ending is Mekadesh Yisrael So we'll say, so again, this is the position of Sabe de Pompadisa. On Shabbos, we make the bracha of Mekadesh HaShabbos, both in Shmona Esrei and in Kiddush. And a Yom Tev, Mekadesh Yisrael Ana, And I said to them, Adir I think just the opposite. V'Tzalusa, Ben B'Shapsa, Ben B'Yom Mekadesh Yisrael so Rav said, I think that on Shabbos and Yomtev, the proper ending for the bracha is Mekadish Yisrael, both on Shabbos and on Yomtev, I'm sorry, Bikidusha Dishab, so HaShabbos, and then in Kiddish, in Kiddish, so on Shabbos you should say Mekadish HaShabbos, B'yom Atovah Yisrael and on Yomtev, Mekadish Yisrael Vahazmanim, I think that's the, that's the proper order, and Rav said, I'm going to tell you my reasoning and your reasoning, Time of the Dahu, what's the reason of the Sabi de Pumpadisha? Sh so, so the time, time of the Dahu, Shabiz the Kviya Vakima, Baim Bisalusa Bay Mikidusha, Mekadesha Shabos. So we'll say the Sabi the Pompidisa, say as follows. The bracha of Mekadesha Shabbos is Baruchatva Hashem, Mekadesha Shabos. Now we'll say, now why is that the bracha? Because interestingly enough, the kidusha of Shabbos is set. Right? It's set. Shabbos is the seventh day of the week. It doesn't matter what you do, what you don't do. Shabbos comes right, and once Shabbos begins, Shabbos begins. That's the nature of Shabbos. Therefore, again, Mekadesh Shabbos is an objective statement of sanctification. Yom Tovah, the Esol, the Kavilei, the Kavri Yarcha, the the Shani. Mekadesh Yisrael v'Azmanim. But according to Sappi the Pumbedisa, and this is very interesting. We'll say so. The bracha for Yom Tov is what Mekadesh Yisrael v'Azmanim. Why? Because think about what does that bracha mean. Hashem sanctifies Yisrael, Yisrael, who in turn sanctify this man, the Zmanim, Tovim. Why? Because Yom Tov is fundamentally dependent on the calendar. And who sets the calendar? We set the calendar, and sets the calendar. Interestingly enough, as such, Yom Tov receives its Kiddushah from the Jewish people. So Shabbos, which receives its Kiddushah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Brachas, mekadesh Shabbos. But Yamtiv, which receives its kiddush from Klal Yisrael, is Mekadesh Yisrael v'Hashmanim. That's that's the reasoning of the Sabi de Pompadisa. and rabbi says v'taima didi. But my reasoning is as follows: It's the is So rabbi said like this: I think, I think that davening which occurs in a public setting, ultimately again the bracha is Mekadesh Yisrael, kiddush debiyachid Isa. Isha, but however, Kiddush, which is done privately, So I will say, interestingly enough, so Kiddush, look, well, Kiddush is going to depend, ultimately, if it's Shabbos or Yom Tiv. But Rav's position is that davening should always get the same suffix, the same ending, of Mekadesh, shisra, since davening occurs in a public context. So the Gemara says, Velohi. The truth is Rava's logic is flawed. Why? So again, is it the people not davin on their own? The kidusha barab and milesa, and the people not make ydish in public. So ultimately again, Rava suffer But said no, that you go after the primary way in which these things are performed. Okay, so we'll say this is the machlokias between Rava and the sabi de Pumpadisa. Ula Barav Nakhaz Kameh De Rava So Ula Barav once came Rava Amar So he said Shmona Esrei In Shmona Esrei he said Kisabi De pumpadisa. He said, he finished Shmona Esrei, like the Sabbath of remember again, according to the Sabbath with the way you end Shmona Esrei is, on Shabbos, Mekadesh Shabos and on Yomtev, Mekadesh shisrav hazmanim So the Gemara doesn't indicate if he was coming. But it could be, it could be that this was Yomtev, you know, on Yomtev, there's a Mitzvah to visit your Rebbe. So it could be that U'ula went to Rabba on Yomtev. He finished off, Mekadesh shisrav hazmanim Good. And ultimately, again, Rava didn't say anything. Now remember Rava himself just said before, "How do you end Are the bracha, the birchas hayom on Shabbos? According to Rava, Mikadish Israel. It's always Mikadish Israel. Interestingly enough, Ula now comes before Rava, and Ula ends it off. Let's assume it's Yamdev. Ula ends it off, Mikadish Israel has like the savi de Pompadisa. And Rava didn't say anything the alma hader Bey Rava. What do you see, Nabosai? That Rava retracted his position. That Rava now went on to agree with the Sabi de Pumbedisa. So the Gemara says, Rav avod Rav Huna, braid Rav Noson, Nachis de Rav Papa. So ultimately the Gemara says over here that Rava, Rava, Rava by Rav Nason came before Rav Papa. Amar kisabi de so he finished off Shwana Esrei like the Sabi de Pumbedisa. Vishavche Rav Papa, and Rav Papa praised him. Amr um, Ravina. Ravina said, "Ana ikla l'Sura kamei de Mereimar." I once went to Sura and I was dabbing in front of Mereimar. M- 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 the v'kamei shlucha de tibura, and the shliach tibur started dabbing. Va'amr kisabi de pum and he ended shvona esrei like the savi de pum pedisa. V'v'mishas kilehu kol y'alman, everybody started yelling at him. Right. I'm supposed to say some things do not change, right? In in, in the context, of should. You make a mistake. Good. Amr Lehu, Shafkua, And Reimar said, "Leave him alone. de Because de And they stopped silencing the shliach tzibur. And I will say that is indeed how we pass. And we pass like the de pum namely again on Shabbos, the ending, the, right, the, the concluding bracha for the berachas hayom is Mekadesha Shabbos. Of its Israel right and the same applies in kiddush beautiful mishnah so we'll say they went ahead and now we're up to the third coast remember again in the seder the third coast is benching is benching so remember first coast kiddush. Second coast is the is essentially it's the coast on Magid. That's really what it is. We recite the brach of Asher Gaalanu, like we saw. Third coast is third coast is benching. So Masgulo Koslishi, they poured on the third cup. Mevarich al mazono. So what say here? You see, he bench. You bench on that coast. Ravii alav The fourth coast, you finish up halal on it. Vaomer alav berchas hashir and you go ahead and you recite what the gemara, what the Mishnah calls Berchas We'll discuss exactly what that is. So the Gimara, Between these cups, if you want to drink, you could drink. So we'll say, so there's an interesting discussion over here. Well, let's finish the Mishnah. But between cups three and four, you can't drink anymore. So we'll say, the Mishnah says you can't drink between three and four, and certainly after four, you can't drink either. But Lama again. If you look at the, if you look at the Rashbam, so the Rashbam says about uh, six six lines up from the bottom. So we will say, interestingly enough, why can't you go ahead and drink between three and four? Because we're concerned you're going to drink too much you're gonna become drunk and you're not going to end up reciting halal. So, so we'll say, but one second, are you really worried about the fact that a person's gonna to drink too much after cup number four? Sort of between three and four, I should say, because remember, you already drank three cups, plus during the suda, during the suda, you could drink as much as you want, right? So people drink wine over the course of the suda itself. So aren't you concerned about drunkenness there? This was very interesting. Chazal felt that wine that you drink during a meal does not intoxicate, right? I guess wine wine that's drunk together with food does not intoxicate. It's only wine that you're going to go ahead and drink. After the meal that has the possibility of inebriation. So it's interesting that the Rashbam says also, by the way, wine that you drink before you eat does not intoxicate either. It's probably, apparently only wine that you drink after you eat that really intoxicates. Therefore, again, the Rashbam says that Allah says you could drink more wine between one and two. You could also drink more wine between two and three. But you're not allowed to drink more between three and four, and of course, after four as well. Good, says the Gemara. What do you see here? will say, very important, halacha, that benching requires a kos. Benching requires a kos. we will say, now, how do you know that? Because the Mishnah says, see, if you, you could read the Mishnah as saying, why do you have a third kos? Why do you have a third kos? Oh, because you have to bench. Therefore benching gets the third cost. So you can see from here that benching requires a cost. I will say now remember again, I actually owe you this sugya. I, I owe you this sugya. Right? That we spoke about this and, and again we didn't close this out because the Gimara, we saw this earlier on Arap Pesachim about the need to bench a la kos. So it wasn't clear, first of all, what is the bottom line, halacha? And when do you require a coast? Is a kos a din when you're benching by yourself? Is a kos a din when you're benching with a zuman? Is a kos a din only when you're benching with a minion? Okay, so I'll have to come back to it. But the Gemara says, you see from here, that benching requires a coast. To which the Gemara says, maybe not. Amr kasi To which the Gemara says, maybe not. Remember, really what's happening on the Seder night is Dalit Kosos, right? There's an obligation to drink four cups of wine. That's it. But Chazal figured, once you're drinking four cups of wine, we might as well what? We might as well arrange each of them on a mitzvah when possible. That's it. So the first cup is Kedish. right? Of course, remember, cups number two and four really are not particularly associated with with standing mitzvahs, but at least one is Kedish. And three will be attached to benching. But don't glean from here a proof that the that amazon requires a kos. It's just you figure once you already have to drink the cup, let's also go ahead and arrange it by him. It's a beautiful. Ravigomar Salva Omar Bircha Sashir. The fourth cup, you finish halal and you say birchha sashir. Top of ches, My bircha sashir. We'll say what what is what is bircha sashir? Rav Omer Yaluchah Shemalokenu. So, so Rav Yehuda says. Interestingly enough, it's Yaluchah. So, interestingly enough, the Rashbam says this refers to Nishmas. This is Nishmas Kolchai, right? So, the Rashbam first Rashbam on the Daf says the Bo Boruch Atah Hashem Melech Mo'ulal Batishbachos Ve'Zohi Berchas Hashir Dimas Nisin Kolmar Berchas Hashavach. So, what Yehuda says, it's the it's the it's, the, it's Nishmas. And together with the bracha of Melech Muhula b'Tishvachos, Rabbi Yochanan Amar Nishmas Kolchay. So Rabbi Yochanan says a bit more explicitly, Nishmas Kochai, including Nishmas Kolchay. Tan Rav Revi Gomer Alav Esah Halal, VaOmra Halal Hagadol. bose now is very beautiful. So the Bryce says as follows: The fourth cup, you finish Halal over it, and you say Halal Hagadol. So the Gimar is very terrifying. ViYish Omrim Hashem Roi Lo Others say this is quite fascinating. Now, on the fourth ghost you say capital twenty three, capital Chav gimel, mizmor leDavid, Hashem Ro'ilo echsa. Right, Hashem is my shepherd. Right, Hashem is my shepherd. I won't lack anything. Which will say is an incredible yisod. What does that have to do with? First of all, why is that called halal hagadol? Right, it's such an incredible yisod. Why? So also remember that capital is most associated with what? Capital Chav gimel right, death, right, again, it's, the, that, that capital is often said, often said at the Levaya. now, of course, of course, that's because uh, it's the gam ke'ilech begay tsalmav lo ira rakia ta'imodi, right, that, that, that's, even though I walk in the shadow, valley of the shadow of death, I feel never for you are with me, that's why it's often associated, but what is that doing at levah seder, and why is that called Halal HaGadol, so I will say, it's an incredible, you sort of, if you think about this, what see, the whole, the whole thing that comes out of the levah HaSeder, is that the Rehbono Olam provides, and that even in the midst of incredible suffering, and even when you think that you're alone, and even when you think that the Rehbono Shal'olem has totally forsaken you, like we fought for 210 years, that we thought we were all alone in this world. And meanwhile, what happened? The Rehbono Olam was by our side each and every step of the way. And it's true, it wasn't clear for a very long time for a long time it was dark and for a long time we felt alone and forsaken. But HaKadosh Baruch who was always by our side. So here the Gemara comes along and says it's incredible that what's halal ha What's halal ha Hashem roi lo The greatest halal that you could come to, the greatest realization you could come to on the Lelah Seder is that the Reh Olam is my shepherd. You see the shepherd is always watching over the flock. The flock doesn't necessarily always see the shepherd. We know this from our extensive shepherding experience. The shepherd sometimes has to allow the flock to fan out, to fan out. The shepherd always has his eyes on every single sheep, but not every single sheep always sees the shepherd. So the Gemara says, what's the halal hagodol? Hashem achsar. The greatest realization, the greatest shabach, the greatest praise, the greatest realization that I could come to on the Lelah HaSeder is that the shepherd always sees me, even if sometimes I don't see him. An incredible yesod. So so we'll say, the Gemara says, from where is Halal Lord, Yehuda Omer, mehodu ad naros bovel. So we'll say, he says, from Hodu, remember again, this is, this is, the Kapital Kuflamidvav 136, that's the Hodus. We see this in, in, uh, in, 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 this is the Hodu La Kitov Kili Olam Chazdo. Right, that goes through all of the different Hodus. So this is Halav Hagadol until Al naros Bavel. So Remember again, Al naros Bavel is capital Kuf Zayn. Zayin. So it's another way of Chazal saying it's all of capital Kuf Lamid all of chapter one thirty six in Halav. Rabbi Yochanan or Rabbi Yochanan says no. It's Mishira Malos ad naros bavel. It's some Shira Malos, which again is Kuflamid Dalid. So instead of just being Kuflamid Vav, it's Kuflamid Dalid, Kuflamid He, until Kuflamid Vav. Oh, I'm sorry, Kuflamid Dalid, Kuflamid Hey, Kuflamid Vav until Kuflamid Zayin. Rabbi Yakov says no. It's Mishira Ka ad naros bavel. Okay. Velaman so we'll else say? So again, it's that it's that family of Kapitlach in the. We'll call it in the. 134 to 136 range. So why is it called Valmanikreshmo Halal Hagadol? So we'll say, interestingly enough, all of the opinions agree that the that capital Kuflamidvav Chapter 136, the Hodus Hodu La Hashem Kitov Kilelam that those that that capital is included. So why is that called Halal Hagadol? So we'll say this is incredible. I'm going to be on first wide line Mipnei Shaka D'Sparuchu Yoshe Berumo Shal Olam Mechalik Mizonos the Bible said, do you want to know why it's called Halal HaGadol? Because that capital, that capital highlights the idea that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sustains all of creation. The Rashbam says over here, Baruch Hu, olam, bei, no lechem l'chol Because in that capital, what does it say? No same Lechem l'chol Hashem gives bread to every being. So you both said, the greatest form of Halal.'" Is when you recognize that the Rebano Shal Olam is the sustainer of all life, because if I internalize that Yisod that the Rabbono Shalom is the sustainer of all life, then that creates what the Balatanya calls my God awareness. Right? The Balatanya begins in the beginning, in the beginning of Tanya, he says the Shulchan Arach opens up with the phrase Shivisi Negdi Life is about creating God awareness. Because if I have God-awareness, if I really feel, and I really believe that the Reba On is with me, Shivisya Hashem Le Neg was with me at all times, it fundamentally changes the way that I live. Right? You live with God-awareness, it shapes everything. So here the Gemara says, do you want to know why Kuf Lamid is called Halal HaGadol, No Sein Lechem Lechol Basar, Kiliolam Chasto. Because if I recognize that Kodosh Baruch was the sustainer, That means not just every meal, but every breath comes from the Rebun O'Shalolam. If I live my life with that awareness, that's a holy life. That's a life with God awareness, and that's a life that in which I am poised to accomplish great things. I'm Rabbi Yisroel Ben Levi. Honey, Esther Meshisha, Hodu, do me? Why this twenty six Hodus in Kapital Kofel What do they correspond? to? Why twenty six? This is beautiful. keneged Chaf Dav Chaf Vav Doros Shabara Kodesh Baruch Hu Baolamo Torah Vizan Oso So, we'll say very beautiful idea. It corresponds ultimately again to the twenty six generations. From HaKadosh Baruch Hu, ultimately again to Har Sinai, where mankind did not deserve to exist. There was no zchus, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu allowed mankind to exist ultimately out of his chesed, which is such an incredible yesod. Mankind is not deserving of the world until a nation comes along and says, seven sevenishma. Once we say seven Sevenishma, <laughs> the world has a reason to exist. Before that, before that, the world exists out of the Chesed of the Rebbe on the Shul, I'm Rav Chista. My Dechsev, how Kitov? So we'll say, what does the phrase mean? Give gratitude to Hashem for He is good. How Shegova Chovaso Shadabos? Say this is incredible. Thank Hashem who literally collects His debts from man. Bitovaso. With the good that man has. The will say what the Gemara is alluding to will be absolutely amazing. Well, that let's finish the line. Ashir Bishoro, Kadesh who will collect the debt of the rich man with his axe, the Esa Ani Biseyo, and the poor man through his sheep, Yasim Bebe an orphan through his egg, Almana Batarna Golsa, and a widow through her chicken. We'll say, what does this mean? See, we live, we have to accept the fact that every single thing we do has a repercussion. And therefore, when I commit an Avera, there's an Onesh. There's an Onesh. There's a punishment for that, right? The Gemara says, whoever says Chesh just forgives and overlooks everything is, is fundamentally wrong. Every action has a ramification, a repercussion. And every Avera has an Onesh. The chaser of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, well, sometimes he'll defer Onesh. He'll defer, in which case have an opportunity to do Tshuva. And even when HaKadosh who exacts Onesh, what he'll try to do is he'll try to exact Onesh in the least painful way possible. So that, for example, the Gemara says, so we, with the usher, he'll take the usher's ox instead of taking the usher's life. Or he'll take the poor man's sheep. Or he'll take the egg of the orphan or the chicken of the widow. They may be deserving of something much much more intense, but a parach who chooses to exact retribution in a much in a, in a, in a much more removed way. So, say, so this is really an incredible yisod. So that's, chodula Shem Kitov means, Give thanks to Hashem, who when he has to exact punishment, will exact punishment from the tov, from the surplus, so to speak, from that which a person has, as opposed to exacting it from the person himself. Which I will say, such an incredible act of chesed, um, that the riboshom doesn't punish at all, that's not true. That's not true, because we have to live life with the recognition that every action has a repercussion and a ramification. But when he does have to punish, he tries to punish us with the Midas said am We will say incredible is So we will say earning a parnasa, earning a parnasa is twice as difficult as giving birth. Don't, don't, share this, right? Don't, <laughs> don't share this. It's not gonna go over well with the, uh, with the women. But, but again, you understand the point that Chazal trying to make. Because also when it comes to giving birth, the Torah uses Lashnov Be'etsev with difficulty. So we'll say, Itzavon is the plural. Of eight so you see, like it uses one difficulty for for giving birth, double difficulty for earning a parnasa. in This is incredible. Earning a parnasa, earning a parnasa is even more difficult than bringing Mashiach. Deilu Malach ba'alma, right? When it comes to geula, so geula is ultimately faced with a malach, right? a malach, right? In the Anavi, the malach could bring the geula. See, the Gemara that stands over here. When it comes to Parnasa, that you need a Kaddish himself. I will say such such an incredible Yisrael. So, I don't know if you show me Levi. B'shachar haKaddish a very moving Gemara. When haKaddish Baruch Hu said the Adam arishon quotes the Dar Dar Tatzmiach Lach. When Echadish Baruch was said to Adam, Bo said, "This is in the aftermath of sin." Such a profound gemara. In the aftermath of sin, Hashem says to Adam Harish on the following that the the earth is going to be the earth is going to be cursed. The coats the dar and literally again thorns and thickets will go ahead and populate the ground. you will eat the grass from the earth. Bo say, look how moving this is. Zogu inov demos. Adam HaRishon, his, his eyes filled with tears. Amr the father of Ribbono Ani He says, Ribbono Shel are you telling me that me and my donkey were going to eat from the same trough? Adam HaRishon was so, was so crestfallen. He said, now you're telling me that I'm going to eat the same thing as my animals? Is that what's happened over here? That I, mankind, has been relegated to animalistic status? Shomer as soon as HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Adam, through the sweat of your brow you will eat bread... Adam HaRishon felt much better. So we will say, what does that I mean? Adam HaRishon realized that he will have bread. He'll have to work hard for it. But Lamaissa, again, he'll have bread. But I, will say, I just want to tell you the incredible Musr in this Gemara, a dramatic Musr. See, Adam HaRishon, when he heard Kots ve dar dar when he heard thorns and thickets, that's what you're going to eat. So he will say, thorns and thickets, they're not, they're not planted, they just occur. So when he, Adam HaRishon hears this, Adam HaRishon assumes that what this means is he's going to live a fated existence, right? Animals live a fated existence. Animals have no bechira. They have no free choice. Whatever whatever they're programmed to do, they do. And whatever's supposed to happen to them, happens to them. They have no way to impact their destiny. When Atman hears that I'm going to eat thorns and thickets, he says, oh, I guess this means that I am now a creature of fate as well. I guess this means that I have no autonomy, no control over my destiny. Zogu Inov Demos, his eyes fills with tears, because the worst thing that could happen to you in life is that you have no autonomy, you have no destiny, you have no Bechira. But then HaKadosh Baruch who says, Adam, don't despair. Life is going to be difficult, but, Bezeas Apecha Tocha Which I will say means what? What does that mean? Okay, yes, it means you can eat bread. But on a deeper level, what it means is, work hard and you can affect change. Work hard and you can affect change. And when Adam Rishon hears that the reins of his existence are in his hands, it's going to be hard, it's going to be challenging, it's going to be overwhelming. But if you're willing to schwitz, and if you're willing to work, and if you're willing to push yourself, you can make something of yourself, it's not going to be easy. That's the Nechamat to Adam Arishon. That's the Nechama. Because the greatest tragedy in life is when you lose the reins of personal autonomy and destiny. And the greatest bracha in life is bizaz abachatocha Knowing that if you work hard, you could impact and influence who you are, what you are, and what your life is going to be. Incredible. The Gemara goes weiter. So Reb Shimon Lakish says, Ah, oh, how that Adam would not have sinned? And that food, sustenance, parnasa, would have remained easy. But the truth is, there's still some remnant of that earlier world. Because we still eat there are certain actually growing greens that are still edible. They could be eaten without preparation. Earning our is as difficult as kriyas yamsof. D'chiv no Sain lechem the chol because the pasuk in kuflamidvav says Hashem provides sustenance to everything. V'samech lei legozer yamsof legzorim. So the juxtaposition of parnasa to yamsof. Amrabelaz of anazaria caution the kavav adam kiom hamisa ukkriyas yamsof. Literally again, I will say so. This is referring to the you know relieving oneself. Though this is talking about if one's body does not work well. And one is not able to excrete, and one is not able to eliminate waste. That pain and that difficulty is as difficult as the day of death. And ultimately, again, kriyas yom of So we'll say juxtaposition ultimately, again, to the act of relieving oneself with a reference ultimately again to death and the splitting of the sea. Whoever literally disparages the Yomim Tovim, it's as if he's worshipping idolatry. Okay, so, what's the juxtaposition of the psukim? Whoever speaks lashan harah, whoever accepts lashan harah, and whoever gives false testimony about his friend. Ro'i lashlichol leklavim is fit to be thrown to the dog. Shnei Amar lakelav teshlichon also k'siv sisa shema shab v'kari be lo sasi. So I'll we'll say so again. Juxtaposition of lakelav teshlichon also. Even though again, that's a different pasuk. Right? That's 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 b'ser b'sa the treifa. But again, the juxtaposition of that phrase ultimately to lashnar. So I'll we'll say back to halagodol. So we'll Tchimi acher dika halagodol anon my timea arminonai. So we'll say, once we have Halal HaGadol, so why is it, right? So why is it that ultimately, again, we are going ahead and saying regular Halal? So we'll say, remember again, on the Seder night, we say both, so remember, now, Halal HaGadol refers to Kapitol Kuf lamidvav, 136, the Hodus. Now, it's possible that it includes more, as we saw in the Mahogis before, but everyone agrees that it's Kuf lamidvav. So you might ask an interesting question. Now that you told me how great Halal HaGadol is, Kuf lamidvav, so why do we have to say regular halal? Right? In other words, why why do we have to say everything at the seder? Let's just say halal hagadol and call it a night. Why the need to engage in other halal, to so which the gemara says? Because we'll say what we call regular halal has five elements to it, which are incredibly important. What does it have? Yitzias Mitraim, Krias Yamsuf, Matan Torah, Tchias Hamesim, Chavlo so mostly because regular halal has these five elements. Now let's see where they each are. It's yes, Mitzrayim. Where does regular halal have? Exodus. B'Tzayi Sisholm and Mitzrayim. Good. Kriya so Siam, splitting of the sea. D'chsev, Hayom Ra'a Vayanos. Matan Torah, Senni'edic Revelation. D'chsev, Ha'arim Raktu Cha'elim. The mountains danced like rams. D'chira Samesim, D'chsev, so we'll it's beautiful, by the way, that the Givar interprets that. Remember, it's future tense. I will walk before Hashem. When will I walk before Hashem? I will say, ultimately, again, incredible. So we'll say, that refers, again, really to the suffering which precedes Messianic redemption, where we saw in yesterday's da'af, we will ask Hashem to spare us from that suffering, but not in our schos. L'O'Lano Hashem, L'O'Lano, right? Hashem do it for you. So Rabbi Yochanan says it refers ultimately again to the oppression of the kingdoms, where we ask Hashem to redeem us, not in our merit, but in His merit. Good. But Rabbi says, the reason we say regular halal is because regular halal makes a reference to the saving of tzaddikim from Gehenna. Shnei Mar, Ana Hashem Malta Nafshi. Please, Hashem, save my soul. says the reason we like to say regular halal, even though we're saying halal agadol, is because regular halal makes reference to the fact that throughout our history. Great people were thrown into the fiery furnace and were saved. So the going down into the fiery furnace. So we'll say again, the Gemara describes these different psukim to Hananya, Mishal and Azariah, right? Remember, again, who were thrown into the fiery furnace by Nebuchadnezzar. So ultimately, they sent these different psukim to be saved from the furnace. Furthermore, they're being removed from the Kiv Shanaish. It's also mentioned, Hallelujah. Es HaShem, Kol Goyim. Amar Chananya. Shabgu kala umim omr mishal, kigawali nu kasto omr azarya, the emas hasham olam amru kulom. They all said that. Vesh umrim the mess hashaniolum both said it's actually quite beautiful. Others say that phrase the emas hash that truth belongs to Hashram for all eternity. The Yimar says Gavri uh Gavriel Amru. Ultimately, again, that, that was said by the Malach Gavriel. Listen to this. So when Nimrod, we're going back to Avraham when Nimrod threw Avraham into the fiery furnace. So what happened? So the Gemara says, So the Malach Gavriel came to Hashem and he said, Let me go down. So Gavriel comes to Avraham Avinu, Let me go down and save Avraham let me go down and save Avraham Avinu. Amrallah HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shalom says, Ani yachid ba'olami yachid ba'olamo. yachid say, look at how moving this phrase is. HaKadosh Baruch says, to Gavriel, thank you for your offer to help. But you know what? Avraham is a yachid and I HaKadosh Baruch am a yachid. Let the yachid go and save the yachid. And Rebbe will saying, this is an incredible yisod because sometimes in life, sometimes in life, when you do the right thing, it's a very isolating experience. And sometimes in life, when you have to take a stand against the Rabbim, it's a very isolating experience. You feel like a yachid who is all alone in the world. You know what Akhadish Baruch Hu says? Ribbah Shalom says, if you feel alone, I promise you, I also feel alone, Akhadish Baruch Hu says. Ribbah is also a yachid. And in those moments in life when you have to become a yachid, and everyone has left you, and everyone has forsaken you, and you stand alone, take nechama in the fact that when you are a yachid, the yachid, the ribono shel olam, always comes to help you as well. Such an incredible yisod. Sibon Shalom says, "I will go and help Avram Avinu." So beautiful. But since the ribono shel olam you know, he never goes ahead. Whenever someone wants to do something good, let say, this is, this is a good cloud to remember in life. Whenever you want to do something good, but you don't get to do it, HaKadosh Baruch gives you almost like schar, you know, as if you did the good thing. Sadish so, Baruch says, therefore what? Amar so, Tiskevet Katsal Shosh and Nebano. Sadhguru says to Gavriel, Gavriel, you know, you, I appreciate what you wanted to do. I'm gonna save Avram myself, but I'm gonna give you the opportunity to save three of Avraham's children. So we'll say what happens So that so we'll say, so here we go. Darushab Shona Shiloni, Bishashapal Nukhanat Sarah Kanay Mishab Azarya, Usa Kip Shanaesh, Amad Yurkomon Sarhabarad. So we'll say, listen to this story. So now Hanani, Mishael, and Azariah are thrown into the fiery furnace by Nebuchadnezzar. Because they refused to bow down to the statue of Nebuchadnezzar. So they're thrown into the fiery furnace. So this Malach, Yurkamo, who's Yorkomo? He apparently is the Malach who's in charge of Barad. Who who knew? Who knew? So again, Yurkamo said, let me go down, let me go down, and cool off the fires of the furnace with my barad, with my hail. So what happens? So what happens? So Yochumos says, "Let me go and and, and, and put put uh, you know bring the hail into the fire and and, and cool down the fires." So so Gabriel kind of intervenes, and Gabriel says, Listen, Yorkimo, you know, the, the true greatness of Akhalesh Barakhu is not going to be manifest in that. Why not? Because Gabriel says, Listen, you're the angel of water, and everyone knows that water extinguishes fire. Listen to this. So we'll say this is fast. apparently Gabriel is the Malach who is in charge of fire. Charge of fire. He says, so what he says, he says, So If I go down, if I go down, I will go ahead and quiet or extinguish the fire on the inside, but cause the fire to rage on the outside. In other words, I will extinguish the fire and I'll cause a fire to consume all of those who are standing around the Kibshan. And it will be a double miracle. What's the double miracle? That the fire on the inside will be extinguished. The fire on the outside will be kindled. And remember, who's doing this? Who's doing this? The Malach of Fire. The Malach of Fire. So the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be better served if the Malach of Fire extinguishes the fire than if the Malach of Bar extinguishes the fire. It's incredible. HaKadosh Baruch raid. Baruch says to go. Go. Ba'osa shah pasah Gavriel Amar the MS Hashem the Olam. And I will say in that moment Gavriel said the Posig, the MS Hashem, the truth of Hashem stands for eternity. Why, right? I will say because remember, so beautiful. That Achadash Baruch Hu promised Gavriel, right? Gavriel wanted to go and save Avram Avinu. And who said, No, you can't uh, you can't go. I'm gonna go. Hu Yachid Vaani Yachid, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. And Gabriel Gavriel and, that, and Hu said to Gavriel, you'll have your opportunity. Generations are both went from Avram Techanan Yom and Azariah. And the Ribbono Shel Olam never forgot his haftocha. In that moment, as Gabriel is, is, is descending from Shemaim to Oretz, the Amas Hashem li Olam. We'll say, the Ribbono Shel Olam always honors his word. Sometimes it takes generations. Sometimes it takes a long time. And so many times, and we want instant gratification. We think, we you know, we daven, we daven, we daven heartfelt. I want this, I want that. The Ribbono always comes through. Just sometimes it's not on our timetable. Right? Yevon Shalom does not work for us. He's not on the clock for us. He always comes through, just again on his own divine timetable. Abnas and Omer, Hashem this is so beautiful. This is incredible. Abnas and says, Hashem who is that referring to? Dagim Shebayam Amruhu. Who said it? The fish in the sea. The fish in the sea. What does this mean? Kedrav Khuna, Dram Rav Miktani listen to this. Incredible. Klal Yisrael, the generation who left Mitzrayim, we were small in faith. Miktani Amunah means we were small in faith. We lacked Amunah. How so? O al What does it mean when it says, the Pasik says that we rebelled. We rebelled at Yamsuf. What is that referring to? shimri Klal Yisrael, again, were complaining. After the sea split, they said, they said like this, the Egyptians aren't dead. The same way that we're coming up on one side, one side of the Red Sea, they're coming up on the other side of the Red Sea. The Jews were convinced that the Mitzrim weren't dead, and they posed a threat. say First wide line. He says <laughs> to the angel in charge of the sea, Palud O go ahead literally and spit the bodies of the Egyptians back up on the shore. In other words, allow the bodies to wash up on shore so that the Jews could see, the Jews could see that the Egyptians died. So listen to this. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> when the master gives a servant a gift, is it proper for the master to ask it back? Don't be an Indian giver, right? You know, don't don't go ahead, don't don't go ahead and give something and then and then ask for it back. So we'll say, by the way, Rashban points out says, what what does that mean? What does that mean? So Rashbam points out that remember, we'll say the benefit of the bodies in the sea was for who? Was for who? Rashbam says the fish, the fish. So what did we just say? The greatest Shevach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is No Sein Lechem Lecho You sustain everything in every way. You just gave a great source of sustenance to the fish in the sea. Now you want to take it back? Now you want to take it back? So Amr says to the sea, I promise you, if you give me the bodies of the Egyptians now, I will give you one and a half times the sustenance later on. So this is incredible. So the C says, that's nice, but look, if you don't come through, I'm not going to have the chutzpah to ask you for it. So it puts me in a little bit of a difficult situation, the C says, right? Which, 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 which is what? You know, you telling me you're going to give me one and a half times, but I'm not going to have the chutzpah to be toveya to claim what is quote unquote do for me. I just want to find out something amazing over here. What does what, what this mean? What does this exchange mean? So what is the C doing? We'll say the Malach who's in charge of the sea, what is he doing? He's advocating. He's advocating on behalf of his constituents, right? He represents the fish union, right? He represents the fish. He's advocating on behalf of the fish. We'll say the job of a Manic, the job of a leader is to advocate on behalf of his constituents, even if it means advocating and lobbying did Moshe Rabbeinu was the first lobbyist, right? This is not a new thing that Jews lobby. Moshe Rabbeinu was the first lobbyist. He advocated for the two HaKadosh And even though he had to be a bit of a chutzpah, he had to, be a chutzpah, he had to exhibit a bit of chutzpah, Moshe Rabbeinu lobbied on behalf of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, So the sire Shayyam is emotional. Moshe listen, I have to look out for my constituents as well. So you're going to tell me you're going to hear me one and a half times. How am I going to claim that? So the Gemara says, "So Amar Lo, Amar Lo, Nachal Kishon Yeheli Arid. The, the Kishon, the Nachal Kishon, right? The Kishon Brook will be my guarantor. Fine. We'll see what it means in just a moment. Miad, Pallet Oslin Yabasha. The sea spit the bodies of the Egyptians onto the land. Uboi Yisrael Vara Oslin saw the bodies. Shnei Mar Vayari Yisrael Es Neis." Asfas Hayam. So we'll say when the pasuk says the Jewish people saw Egypt dead on the seashore. So we'll say what does that mean? That it's, it's incredible that only once they saw the bodies washing up did they have the real belief that Hakadosh Baruch Hu had taken care of the Egyptians. And By the way, what does it mean? It says that Hakadosh Baruch Hu promised the Yam one and a half times the number of bodies. Because we we'll said by Egypt it said that Paro chased them with 600 iron chariots, be Sisra ksiv Amazingly enough, the next defeat is gonna be by Sisra, and Sisra is overtaken by the sea with 900 chariots, one and a half times more than the amount that Egypt came out with. So the Gemara says, here we go. Ki Sisra. Let's fast forward now to the story of Sisra. says, remember again, Sisra goes to war against Barak and Devora. Against Baruch and Devorah. Now, Sister's coming. This is incredible. Asa laya b'dikari d'parazolah. Hozi hachadosh baruch alim kochavim misilosam. So what happened? Sister came, armed his he armed his army with iron spears. Sechadosh baruch alim kochavim. we literally what it means. Sechadosh baruch alim took the stars out of the sky. Min shamayim nukhamu hakochavim. Kevan denechis ukochavim. Shamayim alayu akdiru hanidikari d'parazolah. So we'll say what happened? When Ha'chadosh baruch alim took the stars out of the sky. brought them closer to the earth. It became very hot. It became so hot. Remember again, all of the soldiers of Sisra are armed with what? Armed with what? Iron spears. Suddenly again, everyone becomes very hot because of their spears, because of their armor. What happens? Kishon. So the soldiers, the entire army jumps into Nachal Kishon in order to go ahead and draw, and cool themselves off. Who says to Nachal Kishon, go and fulfill my debt. Be my guarantor for my debt. I promised the Yam, I promised the Yam something, go and be the guarantor. Miyad, Garfam, Nachal Kishon, Vishticham the Yam. Shah will say what happened. Nachal Kishon came along and swept the entire army of Sisra into the Yamsuf. Shine Amar, Nachal Kishon, Garfam, Nachal kidumim, my Nachal kidumim, nachal Shena, Saarev Mikadem. Because Nachal Kishon is called Nachal Kedumim, the earlier Nachal. Because it was Nachal Kishon became the guarantor for HaKadosh Baruch debt to the Yamsuf. When HaKadosh Baruch took back the Mitzrim from the Yamsuf. dug him Paschu, Dagim Sha'yam the M's Hashem Li'olam. So beautiful. And in that moment, the fish of the sea began to sing Shira. And they said the phrase, the M's Hashem Li'olam. The truth of HaKadosh Baruch stands for all eternity. Incredible. Shavuot says that's very interesting. The real translation of this pasik is literally Moshiyia keres em habadim smeicha. takes the woman who is barren and makes her into a happy mother. The way the Gemara is understanding it over here is Moshiyia Karasabais literally means Hashem establishes the foundation, the ikar, the foundation of the home. Amra kenesa Baruch Ultimately, Klal Yisrael says to the Ribano shalom. Asim Samuni Your children, I will say in this context in this context the Knesset Yisrael Ashbam explains is the elders that the elders say to HaKadosh Baruch who sometimes, Klav has relegated us to an inferior status that we feel like the Chulda like the weasel which lives in the foundation of the home that I will say that ultimately sometimes the people do not listen to their leaders and ultimately, again, the leaders feel like they are banished, like a weasel to the foundations of the home. Darashrava Shrava Siv, ahafti Bosele, this is so beautiful. Ma'edich Siv, what's the meaning of the Pasuk when it says, ahafti Ki Yishma Hashem? say, what does it mean when it says, literally, I love, I love Ki Yishma Hashem? Amra Yisrael. Imas, Ani Ahuva So listen to how beautiful this is. Klai Yisrael says to Hashem, When am I beloved before you? Bizman Shetishma Kol when I know that you listen to my supplications, the said HaDiGmar telling us something so beautiful, I recognize that not all of my tefilos are going to be answered the way I want them to be answered. I recognize that because, remember, I only see the world in one dimension. I only see the world from my own eyes. The world, the universe is so much bigger than me. So I accept the fact that there will be many times in life where what I ask for, I will not get. But you know what makes me feel so special? That I'm heard that I'm heard. All I want to know is that I'm heard. The fact that I know that you listen to me, even if you don't say yes to everything, that's what gives me such a feeling of being beloved. And on both sides, it's such an incredible yisot in our relationship with the Ribbon shalom that to know that we're heard. We don't, you, know, you don't always get what you want. You don't always get a yes to every single request. But there's no such thing as a tefillah that's not heard. And I will say, on an interpersonal level as well, so important to allow people to be heard. It doesn't mean that everyone's opinion is correct. And it doesn't mean that everybody's opinion matters. And it doesn't mean that everybody espouses wisdom. No, most things that people say are not so smart in reality. But lamensa, so much of creating proper relationships is being a shomea is listen, everybody deserves to be heard. Everybody deserves to be heard. Not everybody deserves to have their advice acted upon, but everybody deserves to be heard. What makes me most beloved, what, what makes me feel loved, is just chesh baruch I just want to know that you're listening. I have kish Once I know you're listening, I could deal with the fact that I'm not always going to get a yes. So the Gemara goes right So I have to keep the finger Dalani Shabbat. So the Gemara says, Dalosi Vili Yehoshia. Well, it doesn't tell be- how beautiful this is. Dalosi v'li So we'll say, Dalosi so means I am downtrodden Vili we'll But you save me. Amra Knesset Tzvav Nechadosh Barucho. Even though, again, I am deficient in mitzvos. ani, I still belong to you. And therefore, it is worthy and it is good for you to save me. We both say such a beautiful idea. If you think about this, well, this will have to stop. What does it mean? I see all say this is incredible. I say, Delosi. Really, sometimes I look at myself and I have no mitzvahs. I have nothing. But even though I have nothing, I still belong to you. But I say, doesn't that sound like a contradiction? You belong to HaKadosh Baruch Shouldn't you be doing some But this is the great inherent contradiction of the Jew. I can be totally bereft. But yet, I still belong to you. Baruch, at the end of the day, I am yours. Even if I have no mitzvahs, and even if I have no averis, just know, I always pledge my allegiance to you. I always value my relationship with you. Maybe my lifestyle doesn't reflect it. Maybe my behaviors don't reflect it. Delosi, I may be totally spiritually impoverished, but ultimately again, Delosi, Beli it's still worthwhile to redeem me. Why? Because I belong to you. Alright, so we'll have to stop over here. We'll pick up a session here tomorrow. I will say. By the way, don't worry about the fact that I, I know we're running like a little bit. You'll see the last daf of the mesach that I will say is like a, it's a dafala. It's just a little. Uh, it's just a little bit. So we, we we will be absolutely fine. So we're not going to rush. We'll be absolutely fine. Shkoyach.